Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars are back at home hosting the Nichols Colonels. This early non-conference season has been an interesting one for BYU as we watch this team try to come together. The Cougars are currently 2-1 and one on this season. The funny part, they could be 3-0 and or 0-3 oh at this point. Why? Well, let's just say turnovers and big shots are a big reason why. Against Idaho State, the Cougars turn the ball over a lot. 23 to be exact. They also had a hard time making baskets, but when they needed a big one, they got it from Spencer Johnson. Spencer stepped back three. three. Got it! Spencer Johnson for three with 11 seconds to play. That was the game winner at San Diego State. BYU built a 10-point lead twice in the game, but turnovers were their undoing, giving the ball away 20 times to the Aztecs. Spencer Johnson hit big shots to keep BYU in their game against San Diego State. Spencer Johnson right for three to answer. After the Aztecs go up 76-70, Spencer Johnson does it again. 17 for Spencer, and it's a three-point game, 76-73. That was with 149 left in the game. Rudy Williams had a chance to pull the team within one, but missed two crucial free throws, and BYU lost 82-75. Game three on Wednesday had a familiar feel. The Cougars turned the ball over 10 times in the first half and was nursing a one-point lead at the break. BYU's bench then took over, thanks to Noah Waterman and the other guys. Dallin Hall has the ball. Defense by Clay. Hall has to pass out to Stewart. Stewart dribbles behind his back. Back out to Waterman. He'll take another Uh three. And this man is unconscious. Five for five for three. 15 points for the transfer. Each person in that offensive possession was a bench player. Hall to Stewart to Waterman. That gave BYU a 10-point lead with 12.48 left in the game. Missouri State then went on an 8-0 run to erase the large advantage, and it was all tied up at 64 with seven seconds to go. That's when a freshman took over. Robinson will inbound. Gets it into Hall. Five seconds, crossing midcourt. Dallin Hall, the freshman, baseline. You got it! That was Dallin Hall's first game-winning shot as a Cougar. BYU did cut down on turnovers in the second half, only committing three. That's why BYU is 2-1 and one right now. And you have to give credit to the bench players who are pushing the starters each and every day. You'll hear one from one of those bench players in my interview after this break. It's Trey Stewart. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live. It continues after this on the BYU New Skin Sports Network. Here's Cleon Wald with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. I presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU guard Trey Stewart, his offensive statistics don't look impressive, but he's impacted this team, according to Coach Mark Pope. When I caught up with him, I wanted him to describe the game winner by fellow bench player Dallin Hall. Okay, you're on the bench. Uh, you know what the play is. Uh, <laughs> what were you thinking when, when, I mean, you knew what the play was designed and everything like that. What were you thinking before as, as Dallin was bringing the ball up? I was just excited for him to go get a bucket. I felt like a mom, like, watching their son because, like, I've worked out with Dallin all summer and, like, through high school and everything. 
It's like just remembering all the hours he's put in and seeing him go out there and just get a bucket. I have full confidence in him. And then once it went in, I was like, man, I'm getting emotional. I feel like his mom. <laughs> so you were expecting him to shoot then? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, the play could have gone to a bunch of different options. But then once I saw him start going downhill, I was like, oh, he's going to take them because he loves that pro hop, two playing off two on that right block. So he made a heck of a play. Coach Pope said that you were a difference maker in that game against Missouri State. You know, you hear that. What are you thinking? Why do you think he says that? Uh, really just I tried to do the principles that he teaches us, just drawing two defenders and kicking out. And Noah, you saw how Noah was. He was five for six that night. He was hot. So we just had to keep finding him. So find the hot man and keep feeding him the ball, really. He was also very confident in you playing defense because he said, yeah, late in the game I was switching Dallin and, and Trey in and out, you know, offense for defense. It's got to say a lot to you. You know that he trusts you on your de- on the defensive side too. Yeah, definitely feels good, and yeah, defense is like the main part of my game, so I just try to keep that consistent. We're gonna play a little game here. It's called let's. Uh, it's called good, bad, or indifferent. We're gonna use it with your stats, and I want you to. I want you to tell me if you think it, it's good, bad, or indifferent. Okay, uh, thirty-seven total minutes this season. Good, bad, or indifferent. I'll take you. Good. Okay. Yeah. I'm with- do, do you know how many minutes you played all of last season? Uh, no. You played 29. Okay. 20, so 30, exactly. So you're, so you're averaging about 13 minutes a game right now. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you're feeling pretty good about that? Yeah, I'll take that. Okay. Um, one for 11 on field goals. Uh, <laughs> not happy with that, but, you know, that's life. Just got to find it. What, what, when you say you got to find it, what is it you think that, that you're missing right now? I just feeling comfortable and everything. Like I said, like defense, try to keep defense and everything consistent. And my offense will come. I'm patient with it. Okay. Three assists so far this uh, season. Two of them came in the last game. Yeah, take it. Yeah. All right. Uh, two steals, one in the last game. Good. Definitely couldn't get better. Okay. But, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, if you go beyond this S, do you feel like you've made an impact? I know we're only three games into the season, but do you feel like you're making an impact with this team? Yeah, I feel like we're all contributing in every type of way, in any way that I can contribute, I'm happy with. So I'm satisfied with how, not satisfied, but I'll take what I've been doing and I'm just going to keep building off it, you know, getting better every day. It's just stepping stones. You guys have kind of struggled with turnovers. I mean, 23 in the first game, 20 in the last, or 20 in the second game, but, you know, cut it down to 13. Um, how do you guys work on that in practice without you know, taking away your aggressiveness? Uh, yeah, that really just comes from us being mindful. Um, I mean, we start practice, and Gideon will bring us all in, and Gideon's like, if y'all turn it over, we're going to have a problem, and we have to run. <laughs> so he stresses that, and then Pope wants to make sure that, you know, yes, we want to take care of the ball, but we still want to try to make plays for each other. So kind of finding that balance between making those plays, taking those risks, but also keeping, like, that ball safe because, as you see, 13 turnovers last game, that's good. That's improvement from the first two. We're only three games into the season. Do you, do you feel like the team is still trying to kind of feel each other out? Just because, I mean, you were on the team last year, but you have quite a few guys that weren't on the team last year. Yeah, everything's yeah, everything's so new. and find a dynamic, and everything is always going to be a struggle with the team throughout the season, figuring out where you put in and just kind of molding egos together and everything. But I feel like we've been doing a great job, and we're going to continue to grow day by day on that. Is that the key then? It's the, is it the ego thing to, to become a more cohesive unit? Uh, really not with us. I don't see a problem with that on our team. Obviously, it's always a thing that's like as the season goes on, you know, fatigue kicks in and you hear those outside people talking to you. And really, it's just about keeping uh, everything in. So, like, you can look at your stats and you can trust that or you can focus on what coach wants you to do. So, How, how do you think you can be a, a contributor in that to, to make sure that you guys are cohesive? 
Um, really just making sure uh, I just be a leader. You know, I like I said, I was like, like we talked about, I was here last year. So um, having all these new guys and everything when we go to trips and everything, just kind of keeping the culture that Pope likes, which is, you know, we're all one unit. We all put our personal agendas aside and we all make sacrifices. We're not going to go out there and just try to get our own. We go out there and work as a team and just talking day by day. You guys are getting ready to go to the Bahamas next week for Thanksgiving. Before that, you have Nichols coming in here. Um, they're 0-2 so far on the season. What do you know about them? What kind of a scouting report can you, just like a mini scouting report you could give us? Very good defensive team. They forced a lot of turnovers on two very great teams. Um, they gave a lot of teams a little run for their money. Um, foul every possession. They are very aggressive. They'll bring a lot to the ball. And they'll swipe at the ball, so defensively, just a really scrappy team. And then offensively, they have a lot of scores. They have the most efficient score in college basketball right now, shooting 89% from the three-point line. So really just following the scout and getting out to their uh, key offensive contributors. In the back of your mind, though, are you thinking, wait a minute, sun, sand, not in Utah for Thanksgiving? That sounds pretty good. Oh uh, Yeah, I'll take that for sure. Obviously, I love spending time with my family, but you know, I'll take being with my brothers, too. Yeah. Trey Stewart, thanks for joining me. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live. Here's Cleon Wall. Cougar Pregame Live is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Well, unless you don't, you know, you didn't pay attention to the football game today at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. BYU beats Utah Tech today 52-26. to The team that they're going to play next week, the Stanford Cardinal, they're beating Cal right now 17-6 to with 14.05 left to go in that game. Uh, the BYU women's soccer team, they lose today in the Sweet 16, 3-2 to to North Carolina. The BYU women's volleyball team, they win at Loyola Marymount today, three sets to one. And finally, the BYU men's cross-country team takes third at the national championships. Coming up next, we'll send you to the Marriott Center for the Cougar pregame coaches show with Greg Rebell. You're listening to Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside at the Marriott Center on the BYU campus in Provo as our radio triple header of BYU sports continues and concludes. Earlier today, you heard the BYU women's soccer team in North Carolina falling to UNC by a score of 3-2 in the Sweet 16. That was followed by BYU football home to Utah Tech on Senior Day, and the Cougs win that one 52-26. And now, our third and final game of the day has the 2-1 BYU Hoopsters home to the 0-2 Colonels of Nichols. Final home game before the Cougars embark on a five-game stretch of games on neutral floors. After tonight, BYU's next home game will be on December 7th. I'm your play-by-play commentator, Greg Rubel, sitting alongside a man who was on the floor the last time BYU and Nichols met on the hardwoods. He is, of course, my quarter-century broadcast partner, Mark Durant. 
And not only was Mark on the floor for that game in December of 1993 at the old Cougar Classic, but Mark was BYU's leading rebounder and leading assist man on that night. And while Russell Larson led the Cougars with 36 points, Mark chipped in with six as he stuffed the stat sheet in the Cougar Classic. <laughs> that was a little while ago. I mean, the, the, the thing about me was I was kind of good at a lot of stuff, but not really good at any one thing. And so I was just trying I was just trying to get on the floor, man, whatever I had to do. And if that meant passing to Russell Larson every time, that was what I was going to do. And that's a pretty good decision on my part. But, man, I, it, if you look at me today, you out on the basketball court, you'd be amazed that I, I even played college basketball. So I'll, I'll take it. Uh, it was a beautiful time, a fun time, and it got me to doing this with you, Greg. And it, it's, it's fun always to be out here. I like this young BYU team. This will be another test. A team that Nickel State comes out, man, they play, they get after it, they turn you over. And, you know, BYU facing a team that is really good at causing turnovers, you know, that makes my stomach turn over a little bit, (laughs) to be honest with you right now. Oh, by the way, capping up the uh, box score from that night, uh, Mark Durant, six points, seven rebounds, and six assists in 20 hard minutes of play. Coming up next, the pregame words of BYU head coach Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar pregame coaches show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU and Nichols coming up top of the hour. BYU 2-1 on the season. Nichols 0-2 after losses at Arizona and Wyoming and the home court cancellation of a non-Division 1 game. The Cougars are the Colonels, beg your pardon. Uh, the Colonels, the preseason pick to win the Southland Conference, a league that Nichols has won in each of the last two regular seasons. Last year, Nichols played in the NIT for the first time ever after its regular season crown. Time now for my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. And tonight, Coach Pope talks about what he thinks about his one and his two and one team in the first week and a half of the season coming into tonight's contest with the Colonels. Well, we like to be 3-0. and oh. I mean, that's, that's the goal. But I, I do like this. It's, it's been a fun 2-1 and one in the terms of we're getting to know our guys and, and uh, they're getting to know each other. And, and um, I think we're, you know, we've addressed issues uh, with each upcoming game that I think are going to help us down the road. So I love it. I mean, come on, swoops. How can I love it? What do you think you already know? About these guys, I think I think these guys are going to try and get better. I think we're still learning how to compete. I th- think we're still learning how hard we have to play. But I think these guys are devoted to kind of be together and and and, and get better every day, and that's super exciting because that means we have something to work with. Do you think you've got better at one particular component from game one to two to three? Yeah, I mean we kind of address things as we go on, and we're literally making up as we go along. I thought we made huge inf- uh, offensive strides from game one to game two um, that were really really important, not just in terms of like how we were executing but what we were executing so I was really proud of that I think our guys are getting more comfortable playing with each other from game one to game two to game three Um, I think the guys have seen that um, it really is true that everybody is going to contribute everybody's going to have a shot at really helping us win and so I like all those things what do you do best right now 
Um, I think what we do best right now is we kind of endure a little bit of frustration. I think we, I think we've, uh, I think we've kind of played through being unsettled a little bit. So hopefully that continues. Um, but that's a really, really important part of the game. And so I've been most impressed with that in terms of like with this young group, new group. Um, they seem to be willing to kind of manage the the tensions of the game reasonably well and stay focused on what we're trying to do. Another really important part is, is having the players to do the job. And do you think that when you look at your roster, you've got the guys to accomplish what you hope this team can? Yeah, I mean, we have good players. It's just a matter of kind of if, if we can function well together. And, and we just clearly we have to get so much better to be competitive. So, um, you know, that's a, that's a really fun, fun, exciting process. Uh, Nichols coming in. Uh, they've played two games, uh, both out in the West. So they stay West. Uh, yet they're a team that's already done some good things in the Southland with a really young coach. Uh, your thoughts on the Colonels? Well, you know, it's, it's a little bit like the Cleveland State scenario last year. This team has won their league championship two years in a row. They're a championship pedigree pedigree team. They believe they're going to go win. Um, they are, you know, like Cleveland State, they're one of the top uh, turnover forcing teams in the country, which is um, kind of you know needling uh, an Achilles heel of ours uh, mm-hmm. right away, which we're excited about because we get to see if we if, if we can get a little bit better there. Um, in the second half of your last game, you were a little bit better with ball security. Yeah, we were a little bit better. I mean, you know, if we could lived at you know 10 to 12 maybe 13 turnovers a game I would be ecstatic at this point so so that's a place where we're really trying to grow and, and this is going to be a huge challenge for us in that in that single statistic uh, same starting five uh, for BYU yep, tonight same starting five okay and and in that group in terms of developing chemistry or playing well together uh, what do you see well I mean Spence is is has been such a veteran leader in the group so far he's been unbelievable uh, Gideon George is, is putting forth a great effort on the floor um, and Rudy and Jackson are learning as they go and you know Foos has is, is, um, done a nice job kind of getting through this stretch and, and um, you, you know, trying to stay healthy right now. And so I think this group, you know, they've got us off to pretty good starts in, in all three of the games. Um, you know, their leverage as a starting as a starting five is the second be- best leverage of any, any five we have on the floor at any time. So, um, you know, the numbers might be deceiving for uh, some people that, you know, are not watching the numbers closely, but uh, they've done a nice job. Yeah, I watched your game the other night. Is that who Noah Waterman is for you on this? team do you think well the thing about Noah is he is he has proven uh in the last two years that he's one of the most efficient offensive players in the country and so he's got to learn doing it with us and learn how to do it with us I don't know if he's gonna go five or six from the three-point line every night but he is getting he is definitely getting better and getting more comfortable every night all right coach thank you for the time great preview we'll talk to you post game thanks you all right that is Mark Pope and time now for tonight's keys to the game brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball is built Ford proud. Mark Durant gives us his keys to tonight's contest. Well, turnovers again, but it's on steroids tonight. I think if you can be 15 and under, you've actually done a really good job because Nichols State plays really fast, and, and that's their built to turn you over. So 15 and under would be great, I think. And number two, uh, you got a really good player in uh, Micah Thomas who's shooting 90% from the three-point line. you gotta, you got to guard him on the catch. You can't let him get a shot, make him put it on the floor. Keep his numbers, his attempts low, and uh, hopefully by doing that you keep those uh, percentages a little bit lower. He's been uh, lights out so far this year. All right, that is Mark Durant. As we go to break, we remind you to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming up next, live from the Marriott Center in Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now, let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Coming to you from the Marriott Center, where tonight BYU's brief two-game home set wraps up with the Nichols Colonels in town. Only the second meeting all-time, the first one in 29 years. Great to have you with us on the BYU Store. Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store. Official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, Greg Rubel, Mark Durant. Courtside, Cleon Wall is in for Jason Shepard as our studio host tonight. Mark, through three games, the Cougars have already shown a flair for the dramatic. All three games decided by single digits. In none of the games did either team have more than a lead of 10 points. And in both of BYU's wins, the Cougars make shots in the final seconds for the victory. If the first couple of weeks are any indication, the season will not be boring. <laughs> yeah, we may see a lot more of those, Greg, because to be honest, BYU's defense is going to keep them in games, and their offense isn't good enough to not blow anyone out. So I think we're going to be seeing some close games. But I like I like what I see in those last couple of minutes. BYU, regardless of how they may have played up to that point, the last couple of minutes, uh, here at home at least, uh, they've played well. They've made big shots. They've gotten the defensive stops. And so I, I like that about this team. And I think they're getting confidence that even though, even though they may be in a lot of these games, I like their chances because uh, they're believing that they, they, they can win and, and believe in each other. And different guys are doing different things. It's not just one guy making it happen at the end. And so that, that's exciting. And uh, buckle up for this year because we're going to see some more of those. Let's get the other side's perspective coming up in a minute. So after the break, we'll hear from Nichols head coach Austin Clonch as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. And this is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, getting you set for BYU and Nichols. The Nichols Colonels visiting Provo, looking for their first win of the season. Opening week saw Nichols go on the road for two games. First game was a 117-75 loss at Arizona. Second game was a significantly better effort. Nichols lost in Laramie as Wyoming won 79-68. The head coach of the Colonels is Austin Clonch, the second youngest head coach in Division I hoops. He turned 33 two days ago, and he's already into his fifth season as Nichols head coach. A short time ago, I sat down with Coach Clonch and asked him about how this BYU game fits into his uh, early season objectives. Yeah, I mean, I think it's another opportunity for us to continue to develop an identity of, of who we want to be as a team. Obviously, for us, you know, preparing for Southland play, you know, these games are great obstacles and challenges for us. You know, BYU presents, you know, their own challenges. Wyoming and Arizona did the same. Um, you know, obviously, we're excited to get out here in a great environment, one of the best in the country, um, and compete against a team that, you know, ultimately is going to be right there to make the NCAA tournament. So, you know, there, there are no more victories in our program. Obviously, we've won, um, you know, plenty of games and back-to-back Southland Conference championships. Um, but at the same time, I want to make sure we're, regardless of the outcome, that we're making a step in the right direction that's going to help us play our best ball, uh, you know, here over the next month or two. Where do you think your team went from game one at McHale to going up to Laramie in game two? You know, I just think, you know, I just, again, continue to understand, you know, 
when, when do we play our best ball? You know, on defense, what do we do best? On offense, what do we do best? And, and I think it's still, I think we're still experimenting with that a little bit. You know, we have a new group. We have returners that are playing new roles. We have new guys that are figuring out where to fit in. Um, and so, again, I think um, it wasn't necessarily much um, in terms of things that we did differently. I thought we just played better in Laramie. You got to give Arizona a lot of credit. They played great that night. Wyoming presented different challenges in terms of Arizona fo- focusing in the in, uh, in the paint, whereas Wyoming kind of hurt us on the perimeter. Um, and so, again, you know, tonight in here in Provo, BYU presents their, you know, their own array of challenges, and we've got to figure out how to, you know, ultimately alleviate those. Yeah, what do you think of this BYU team right now and what they've shown through three? Yeah, no, I mean, very, very talented. You know, they, they can really, really sit down and guard. I think, you know, very similar to us. I, I do think they're trying to figure out just, you know, some different things, how they want to play offensively. You know, they've turned it over a little bit more than they're probably accustomed to over the last couple of years. Um, and so I think, you know, like I said, I think um, they're still, you know, sort of uh, in, in an experimental phase to an extent, you know, like, like we are. You know, they can really shoot it, obviously. Um, but I, I've been impressed with how they've guarded. Played great down in San Diego last week, probably a game that they, they felt like they let get away. Um, and so, again, you know, it's it's college basketball, so every night is different, and we've got to do our best to uh, disrupt them over the course of 40 minutes. Have you had any exposure to the Marriott Center? First time I've been here, it's incredible. You know, I've coached. I was I was in the ACC. I've, I've coached all over the country. This is right up there with anywhere I've ever been. I mean, I walked all the way up there to the top yesterday. Just There's not a bad seat in the house either. I'm excited to, to get out here and as a basketball junkie and a fan. I'm excited to get out here and, and have this experience to coach here tonight. Hopefully a lot, of, a lot of the football fans make it over and make it a twin bill out of the day. It could be a fun night. Yeah, no question. It already looks like you know we're an hour out, and they're already starting to fill up a little bit. So definitely excited. It's, it's going to be loud. Our guys are going to have to be locked in with, with our communication and, and our focus. Um, but regardless, we're excited to get out here and, and compete. One quick note. Uh, Manny Littles, who was near a double-double in Laramie, won't play for you tonight. Yeah, no, out. Um, yeah, out with an illness. He's been battling, um, and we'll, you know, we'll we'll figure it out. You know, we've we've had to play without him in the past. Um, he actually didn't play on our scrimmages this year either. You know, with an injury, so um, you know, not not something that, that's ideal, but you know, not something we're completely unaccustomed to either. So we'll figure it out. We'll find a way to compete. All right, coach. Thanks for your time. Good luck. Appreciate it. All right, that is Nichols head hoops coach Austin Clunch. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. Coming up after the top of the hour, it's a BYU and Nichols here at the Marriott Center. Nichols used to be known as Nichols State, but they're very clear that they're not to be called that anymore. It's just Nichols and only Nichols. Thank you, no matter what you call them, though. Uh, the Colonels are still searching for their identity in their first win of this young season through two games. Nichols allowing 57% uh, shooting and 41% from the arc. Mark, perhaps this is the night that BYU takes a lead and really holds it, maybe expands it. Maybe tonight is BYU's breakout night before the team breaks away for the Bahamas. Well, I think this game certainly is more suited to the way BYU wants to play, and I thought they would play. You've got two games here in the Meritzen already, 60 points and 66. We thought this was a team that's really going to run and play fast. And the good thing about tonight is I think Nichols will let uh, BYU play that way. We'll play fast. Arizona scored 117 in their game, and, and they had... Uh, Nichols had 17 steals in that game against Arizona. Crazy. And yet it doesn't matter as much when you have that many possessions. So this game looks like it will be what BYU wants, but, you know, who, who, you know, you never know. You don't, 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 
what you ask for, you might get. So be a little bit careful tonight, but certainly a game that seems more suited to BYU. All right, some final thoughts before tip-off are coming up next. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. And let's pause for our national anthem. Coming into the Marriott Center tonight for BYU and Nichols. The last Busy day. Game, you, yeah. did you, did you, did you do anything today noteworthy? Chilled out at home. Oh, cool. Hung out cool. at home all day. You are the hardest working guy, man. <laughs> Chill out a little bit. You need to relax at home. You work too hard. <laughs> well, I started the day by tuning in to Jason Shepard on the radio as Jason took my spot in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. He called a uh, thrilling but heartbreaking 3-2 loss to UNC in the uh, Sweet 16. But Coach Trent Rockwood and the team, amazing season again. Such a pleasure to be associated with them and so sad their season comes to an end today. You know I'm not a soccer guy, but I love BYU women's soccer. Such a great program. So fun to watch. They're amazing. And we love you for that. And then uh, so I was on my way into the, uh, into the, on the campus at that point. I stopped off at the Marriott Center this morning to set up my broadcast for tonight. And who was on the floor with uh, some friends and family but Dave Rose. Oh, Here we fantastic. were. The lights were all off. It was the darkness of the Marriott Center. And it was Coach Rose and some folks. And we got to hang out for a little bit and then sat out my gear. Walked over to the stadium, called the football game, got golf carted over here in the nick of time. And here we are doing a game together again. What a wonderful day. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I think Coach Rose what lit the wire, whatever they do with yes. the football games. Yep. And love him. He's been to most of the games. Looks great. Wonderful family. Always great to see him here in the uh, Marriott He Center. looked and sounded so good this morning and chatting with him. And that was a beautiful way to start the day. All right. Tip off of BYU and Nichols is coming up next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.